The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. And I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. And you might ask, why the word rational? Why can't happiness come from any other source? Just feel happy. Just wish yourself happy. Just pray yourself happy. Well, you can try all those things, and my guess is that you will be conflicted and unsatisfied because happiness is reality-based. It's an emotion that stems from you're using your mind clearly, you're using your mind well. Not that you never stumble, not that you don't make mistakes, but you learn from them and you grow your mind. You, you discover values that are yours, you pursue them, your dreams, and I don't mean gambling and drinking and smoking and the rest. I mean your chosen dreams, your career, whether it's in landscape architecture or whether it's uh, doing something with film in the movies or whether it's with engineering, your dreams, your hobbies, it may be a sport that you love. And that's why what my show is focused on. It's focused selfishly in the most benevolent sense of that word on your happiness. I'm a clinical psychologist. My number is toll free one eight seven seven Dr. Kenner toll free one eight seven seven Dr. Kenner and you can also visit my website drkenner.com D R K E N N E R dot com and I have podcasts on the website and um a lot of articles that I've written and books I recommend so you can get some nice information there and links to other websites that I recommend. Now does this sound like you or someone you know? You're just sitting there tearing your hair out and you're saying, Oh my God, I've got my kids to take care of. I've got my parents, they're aging and I've got to tend to their needs, take them to the doctors. I'm trying to go to night school and I'm working part time also and I I am on overload. I am flooded. There's too much in my life. Now, in your particular life, you may not have all those particular details, but you may feel like you are on emotional and mental overload. Too much, too much. Your to-do list is so swimming, or maybe you don't even have a to-do list, and you don't know how to manage your mind. You just feel like it's a no-win situation. You try to plug the hole in one dam, and you get a hole in another dam. How do you handle that type of situation? Well, there is a woman who is a thinking expert. She is an expert. Her name is Jean Maroney, and she is an expert on how to take the mental state that any of us get into called mental overload and to calm our minds down, and not by meditation, not by praying, not by wishing it away, but by organizing our minds and prioritizing and getting some wonderful skills so that we can not get rid of overload right away, but manage it much better than we presently are. And we can take pride in the fact that we're managing it rather than swimming in it. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. My show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. Again, I'm a clinical psychology. Here is a question I received from Josie. And see what you think about this. This has to do with self-esteem. And she's saying that criminals have high self-esteem. What do you think about that? Here is the question. When someone spends 24-7 thinking about themselves and their feelings and then goes out and robs and vandalizes and hurts others, may I ask you how you can classify this person as having low self-esteem when they spend all their time thinking about their feelings and they never seem to think about others? It seems to me that this is someone who esteems themselves and their feelings above all else. 
just a little subtext here. What are their failings? What are they genuinely failing? Not what they're faking. Uh, back to her question. After all, no one makes anyone think bad thoughts about themselves. We choose our thoughts, exclamation point. Uh, I got a question on that one too. When someone chooses to spend all their God-given time thinking about themselves and worshiping their feelings instead of choosing to think positive thoughts about themselves and what you can do to help others, it's no wonder this world is in the state it's in! Exclamation points! Exclamation point! Thank you for your time and for taking my question. Sincerely, Josie. Josie, when you think of a criminal, would you like to change minds with a criminal so that you can have the high self-esteem that you think the criminal has? I don't think you or I would in a heartbeat change minds with someone who's vandalized broken windows and slashed tires on cars and, and uh, maybe bound and gagged people or held a gun to their head. Would you want to be that person? And would you think that you would get higher self-esteem from thinking about how to connive people all day long, how to manipulate, how to steal, how to, how to pull your next job? I don't think so. Instead, there is another word that we use. Those people are very different from Thomas Edison, the Thomas Edison's of the world, the creators of the world. Those people live in self-contempt. If they're focused on the feelings all the time, it's how can I con others? If they, it, underneath those feelings, though, they have a hideous baggage of earned feelings. And the feelings are anxiety and fear and self-contempt, worried about uh, being found out, uh, always having to lie and continue telling lies. They never, they never can uh, tell the truth because they've uh, just woven a web of lies. So instead of the criminal having high self-esteem, the criminal has a self-made earned hell for life because they can never look in a psychological mirror. If they were accurately to evaluate themselves, they would hate themselves. They would go insane. So they always have to fake that they're better than they are. That's what you're seeing. All of that uh, grandiosity, all of that uh, looking like they're in control, is they're really... They don't know how to run their own minds. They've, they've run their own minds into the ground, and they've earned the self-contempt. So they do have a prison sentence. They're always running from, from themselves in life. Self-esteem is your, yourself is your mind, and self-esteem is your valuing your mind. You're building into your character lovable character traits, honesty, integrity, being productive, having a sense of earned pride instead of being humble all the time. Oh, shucks, you know, the Goma Pyle uh, route. Um, and self-esteem is is something that takes uh, takes looking at the facts, looking at reality, not faking reality like the con man. Now, I want to address one other thing that you talk about. You say that people, the alternative to the con man, is the doormat. That you've we, we've all heard people who say, you know, I've spent my whole life doing for my kids, my husband, my parents, and there's no me anymore, and I'm so angry, I'm so bitter. The do-gooder in life ends up being resentful. And I don't mean the benevolent person who is living their own life and pursues their own goals rationally and never steps on other people, but feels a genuine benevolence towards people who are, are decent. And those people are the genuine 
wonderful people. They form good relationships, they make good friends, but the do-gooder who sacrifices himself for other people's only only builds resentment, and there is a word for that, it's altruism. The moral code of altruism tells you that the standard of the good is not yourself, but giving up yourself, and that is the psychological killer which poses in the guise of the, the good person and altruism poses as a good moral code it's actually an inverse moral code it will work against your long-range happiness i'm dr ellen kenner my show is the rational basis of happiness i'm a clinical psychologist my number is toll free 1-877-DRKENNER my website is drkenner.com Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner and Dr. Edwin Locke. There are rational, practical approaches to resolving conflict with your romantic partner and anyone for that matter. For example, nip escalating tensions in the bud. When people stifle thoughts and feelings, they seethe quietly, and anger surfaces indirectly in their body language and tone of voice. People who have stored up a lot of hurt and frustration may suddenly let loose fairly aggressively using flawed communication methods. Some individuals manage to stifle their feelings for a lifetime, and they become seriously depressed. They never give themselves a voice, and they betray their deepest desires. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com. And you can buy The Selfish Path to Romance at amazon.com.